Welcome in to From the Nose Booth, episode 142. I'm back. I'm back in the studio. First time in forever. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Uh, I have not been here for probably like a month, so it feels... At least, yeah. It, it sucks that Seamus isn't here, but uh, it's nice to be back He just doesn't like you. Yeah, he hates me. <laughs> it is it is funny how this is the first show he missed in a little while when I'm, when I'm finally yeah. back in person. But it's okay. We won't talk about that, Seamus. We love you. But it feels nice to be here with Pat and Ty. My boys, mm-hmm. welcome back. It's it's also kind of sad that I decided to come back <laughs> the week, uh, basically the week of the shit pumping that the Eagles received. Don't you come back here no more. Yeah. yeah no, I, you know what? Yeah. Uh, like, you got to start working on Sundays every Sunday. <laughs> you got to start never coming to the studio again. That's, like, <laughs> that's what we discovered uh, off, the, off the show before it started, that this week... So for the last like month, I've been working Sundays. So I've been watching um, the Eagles, like listening to them, like as I work. This week, I got done early, and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm gonna be able to catch an Eagles game at home for the first time in a little while." So I get excited. I go home. I go over to my girlfriend's house. We eat dinner, and I'm like ready to watch the birds. And like 35, 40 minutes into the game, it's like, "Well, this blows." Because see, I. We'll just jump right into it. The Eagles got shit pumped, as no one needs me to remind everybody. But like, the I was more negative earlier than anyone in like in our group chat, you know, because we're texting throughout the game. And as soon as the Eagles went two drive, two for it, they forced uh, three and outs twice on the Niners, and then drove all the way down the field in dominant fashion twice, only to end up with field goals. I started panicking that early, like. Sure, call me dramatic, but I was fucking right to panic. Well, I mean that you could just tell they're missing guys like Dallas Goddard in those situations. Yeah. It's like if you're you, they haven't. I mean, red zone's been a weakness for them all year. It's let's bad, be honest. dude. But like, it, it hurts when you don't have your very reliable tight end. Um, it and honestly, like, like they did put points on the board. My biggest gripe was the defense. The defense just well, yeah, the dude like, couldn't tackle. The the defense is something that is worrisome and uh, obviously like we signed Shaq Leonard which is awesome and he's an upgrade over the people we have now um he's not prime Shaq Leonard anymore which isn't a surprise to anybody we all knew that but I'll take it I'm, I'm very happy with that signing I hell I'd rather him be here than on the Cowboys mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that but I, I'd be lying if I said that that convinced me like the defense was about to turn it around like they yeah. that they have they look to have like systemic issues with that defense right now. Uh, I mean, I, I think don't you really just got know. two like aging cornerbacks, um, and then plus on top of that, you have like mid linebackers. The, dude, the middle like, of the, the middle of the field is what what destroyed us. I mean, yeah, slants and you know, I mean Brock Purdy, like okay, yeah, so usual the Niners. That's yeah. their game. Is they? I they mean, Debo yak. Samuel just. I I hate that he talked all that shit and backed it up like in such an emphatic way. So I have access to all twenty two. Um, okay, in the NFL. And so Brock Purdy didn't hardly throw a pass past 15 yards. Yeah, right. Like, so what doesn't make sense is the fact that the corners played 10 yards off. Yep. Like they nickel and dimed us up the field. And it was mostly, like you said, yak. It was yards after catch that killed yeah. the defense and the missed tackles. But my question is, and I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know. Like, who's in charge of telling the corners to press, whether it's the corners themselves that make that decision or if Sean decides, like, yeah, play off. But it didn't make any fucking sense, and it wasn't no adjustments to say, hey, he's only throwing short. Let's force him to play deep and force him to make a mistake like he did in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was like we couldn't we could not stop him over the middle of the field. Like, so shitting on Brock Purdy 
is like nothing new. And don't get me wrong, I do not think the guy is very good. I think you could plug. I've said before on this podcast, I think you could plug Zach Wilson in there, and he would have almost the same yeah. success. I, I don't think Brock. I don't, I don't think that. what does Brock Purdy do that Zach Wilson couldn't do? Like legitimately, Throw accurately. I don't think, so, but like <laughs> literally, just be an Brock average Purdy is sitting behind a good line with a good, great run, the best running back in football, and like amazing weapons in IU Kittle and. And uh, Debo Samuel, all he does is throw five yards of air. Yeah, time. but Zach like, Wilson can't even do that half the time. Zach Wilson sitting behind one of the league. Actually, I think it is the league's worst offensive line. It's because they're all hurt. Yeah, yeah, with no weapons besides for Garrett Wilson because Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, let's bring Lazard and sign Randall Cobb for some fucking reason. He did that. I mean, Brees Hall is a weapon, but I literally think you could plug Zach Wilson into this Niners. The Niners' offense is just a machine that suits a guy like Brock Purdy perfectly because you don't have to ask him to do much. It's just, hey, dump the ball off to Christian McCaffrey a couple times, you know, hit Debo for a screen, maybe over the middle on a slant. And then like I Iuke, by the way, is better than Debo. I know that yeah. coming off this week, it like he's doesn't better look in a that way. way. He's he's a better wide receiver. Yes. Debo is this Debo's is a, a utility guy. I was about to say this word is a negative connotation to it, but he's more of a a, a gadget player. But yeah. like it's the truth. Ayuk is a better wide receiver but Debo is like I said, man. I fucking hate that he talked all that shit and he backed it up. You can't even you, you can be mad. I mean, did he like, back it up? Because Bradbury, they never threw Bradbury's direction. No, that's true. But I just mean in general about the team, like to to be like we would have beat you guys. And like, obvi- first of all, I want to say this: that I've seen some. I think Stephen A. Smith said that this loss throws the NFC Championship game result into. Question. Yeah, that was fucking. That's that absurd was weird. because these that are was bizarre. two different teams, two different players. Like I'm, uh, two different teams, two different rosters. I'm gonna say I'm. I'm just over that. Like so, Debo Samuel. Yeah, dude. Oh, we would have beat you guys. And then you know he fucking he he talked shit and he backed it up with three touchdowns. But like that does not mean you would have won the game with Brock Purdy last year. It does doesn't mean. That. Here's the only way I'm questioning the NFC Championship results. I want to see what they do after this game because. They pump themselves up, and they destroy teams on the way to us, including destroying the Eagles. Mm-hmm. This was pretty much their Super Bowl. It was. My curious, my curiosity is, is this the 49ers' peak? That's, and I'm see, not, that's what I'm And hoping. I'm not saying this to be extreme. I'm not saying this to, you know, dig up controversy or anything like that. Like, I'm just oddly curious because you guys strengthened yourselves up, and you guys pumped yourselves up to just destroy it. Everybody in your path, basically— just to come to Philadelphia, smoke us. So was this your Super Bowl? Right. Pretty much. Like, that's my question. And, like, I, I don't, like, the sky's not falling for me as far. I know some people are, like, you know, killing themselves over this. But it's like, dude, we have two losses. If you would have told us in the beginning of the year we'd be 10-2 and two at this point, you'd take it. The gauntlet. Like, we all said it would catch up to us. Did anyone expect us to go undefeated in this gauntlet? Like, so let's assume the Eagles, you know, continue the trajectory of their season, make the NFC Championship game, and they run to San Francisco there. This this game and what happened, this result should be enough to give the Eagles a mountain of uh you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking Bulletin for? Bulletin board material. Bulletin board material. Yeah. Like, you guys got your fucking asses kicked the last time, and now this team out there thinks that they deserved your spot in the Super Bowl last year. Are you going to go out there and prove them right, or are you going to go out there and prove them wrong? That's exactly how it should be going into their next, uh, their next matchup, which would most likely be in a huge playoff game. I, I just... I would be lying, like, on one hand, yeah, the sky's not falling. Like, they're fine. They're 10 and 2. They were probably tired, which I want to talk more about in a second. But, like, I'd also be lying if I said, like, there weren't some things I am genuinely worried about, like the defense. Like, I don't know. 
I don't know, like Shaq Leonard, like I said, is an improvement, but I don't know how the defense gets much better than what it is right now. Yeah, it's it's weird too. And the like offense you, hasn't looked. I, they scored. They put up points, but they have not. They've looked a lot less explosive than they did last year, mm-hmm. which and goes without saying. It's weird because it's like you look at the D line, and a lot of those guys are very similar, pretty much the same as last year. Um, in fact, some might even be improvements when you look yeah, at Jalen Carter. Carter. Uh, but like beast, it just feels like this year. Like obviously last year, they were getting a lot more sacks. You're not seeing that as much this year. Yeah, I don't know if that's due to the scheme necessarily because Son Reddick is, is pretty much the same. Like yeah. he's not that much of a difference. Son Reddick's like, been like a ghost. Yeah, for like most of the year, it's, it's weird. Like he, I mean, for to, for his uh for his whatever um in his defense uh he was hurt like the first three yeah, or four right. games was playing through it and then he did have a little bit of spurt where he was right. like he, he had like what like three or four sacks in like a f- three or four game span something like that um but like it's just it, they don't seem to have the juice they had last year the defense not the offense um but then like then you watch some of these games in the second half and they're making like every stop but then you watch a game like Buffalo or you watch a game like the Niners and it's like they're just getting pieced apart. And there's like there's nothing like it was weird. It was weird in Buffalo with Buffalo because they were stopping the run, but they couldn't stop a pass to save their lives. Yeah. Two um, problems I saw on defense. They started off perfectly playing uh, the 49ers. They came out in the five man front and that's how they stopped Christian. Purdy, McCaffrey. Was, Purdy was rattled and Purdy was getting his ass kicked. But they went away from it for some unknown god reason, putting two line to putting a lineman in and then taking a linebacker off the field was working. Right. Why they decided to put Nicholas Morrow and Christian Elias in there, they switched up the scheme in the second second quarter is beyond my fucking comprehension. Morrow is he's rough, man. And to make matters worse, the reason why the pass rush isn't getting there is because. You have corners that are playing 10 yards off. Like, if you're a quarterback like Brock Purdy, who's just going to dink and dunk you all the way down the field, I don't have to hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, as soon as the ball gets in my hand, I'm throwing it out to IU. Debo Samuel. Um, fucking Let them do the work. Kittle. Yeah, let, yeah, Kittle, let them do the work. It, I completely agree. One, one other thing I think is worth, like, commenting on for possible long-term issues, which I don't know if I believe it, but just like, what was your opinion on Nick Sirianni? Some of the decisions he made, you know, there was the whole not going for it on on fourth and two that one time, and maybe like not going for two or like, what were your opinion on some of the decisions he was making? I mean, I honestly can't even speak to it. I don't remember most of the game. Yeah, so, Pat, Pat was very drunk, so I'm probably yeah, asking I was, the wrong person. I had a long day of tailgating and then a long day of drinking after, um, and got kicked out of like three bars. So it was, it was uh, yeah. Pat was a menace. I was I was watching from like outside of bars and I could barely see the TV. Um, so yeah, I honestly don't even didn't even know we didn't go for it on fourth and two. So <laughs> although I, if I know myself, I was probably watching it on the TV screaming about it. <laughs> so I probably I remember, didn't like it. I remember the fourth and two, and it was in the third quarter, and we were down, and I'm saying to myself, oh, shit, we lost the game. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought. Because I'm fourth and two, I'm like, oh, come the hell on. This is obvious. Please go for it. And I saw the punt needed going out, and I'm like, this got to be a fake, right? Chicken shit football right there, and, and you don't usually see that from Syria. Correct. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like, scared money don't make money. Nope. Like, you, we played scared. Yeah. I'm sorry. You've played in three or four past games where you've come back from behind, but you make decisions like that 
that's going to kill the so momentum. That's another one of my issues with the Eagles, like long term here. Like they've they've been winning the games. Don't get me wrong, but we're on like our fifth straight game of trailing at half, being outgained for the whole entire game. Like I, I've 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 old. heard the 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 argument. You know, is this sustainable? Is it you know? Some people say, oh, it builds character. They're learning how to win. Some people say this is unsustainable. I really don't know where I fall on it, but like I would like to not be down by double digits at halftime all every fucking game. I would like to not be outgained constantly. Like that would be nice if we can get our shit together. You know, it's probably gonna happen now. We're gonna be up double digits at half in Dallas and lose. Well, <laughs> I'll say no shit like that. Well, hold on before. Before we get into the Dallas game, but, like, but they would do that. Let's be honest. It, 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 like, you also have to when you're talking about this game, you have to mention the fact that the Eagles had 13 days and three games, or thir- three no, games right. and 13 days, yep. and the Niners were on 10 day rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you could see that in all of the missed tackles because you had guys just bouncing off guys on de- on defense for whatever reason. No one was making any tackles, and that can really be attributed to probably them being tired because they're in the middle of this fucking gauntlet, which again. Let me stress this. Fuck the schedule makers because they did the Eagles so dirty, man, with this gauntlet and giving us these teams that are constantly coming off rest. I, I know. Gonna, I'm not even going to bullshit. I, lo- I love the gauntlet. I've loved it. You it's, know why? Because last year, everybody kept saying that we were winning against sorry-ass right. teams. Now oh, I love I love playing the teams like the good teams, but like, I just wish we could the play sk- them. Like the days. I do agree. The I days hate the dates. Insane. Maybe we could play like you know we could have a long week once in a while, or we could stop playing teams coming off a long week. Because guess what? This week we just came off a Niners ass kicking, and we have the Dallas Cowboys who are coming in on ten day rest. Mm-hmm. So like we're getting fucked again. I do expect the Eagles to come out with a lot more fire in this next game. I mean, A.J. Brown said, you know, they had a players meeting and they were or I don't know if it was a players meeting, just a meeting behind closed doors. And he said, you know, you'll see on on Sunday. Like, so I am. I do think they're going to get up for it. But like you're dealing with the same exact situation we were dealing with going into San, uh, San Francisco coming in here. Team coming off 10 days rest and we've been running this gauntlet. So like. And now, like, let's be honest, this is now the biggest game of the year, like, and it's not even close. And I think it's funny, I said in our group chat, um, this, to me, comes off like the football gods saw Philadelphia saying they'd rather win a game against the San Francisco 49ers than the Cowboys, and the football gods were like, I gotta remind these motherfuckers that this is the rivalry. Like, and here we go, now we come into this game, and it's the biggest game of the year, and it means the most, and it's like, well, I guess it wouldn't be Dallas week if it wasn't that way. (laughs) Dallas hate week. Yeah. Fuck that else, by the way. And, I mean, we haven't beat them at home in how long? Fucking years at this point. A long, long I don't long think Jalen Hurts has ever won in, well, actually, he hasn't, I don't even know if he's played No, he's Dallas. played. He's played a couple of yeah, times Yeah, he did. He, he played his first year, I know. Um, yeah, he missed he last smoked. year. Uh, missed last year, Gardner played. So, I guess I guess he's only played once in Dallas? I believe so. I believe it was only, no, no, it's been twice. Twice? Um, the f- once, oh, right, right, right. his rookie year. Yeah, yeah, his rookie year, and then... Um, the year, the nine and eight year, where we somehow made the playoffs and got our ass beat by yes. the Bucks, and then, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, I think he's, I think he's going to be pumped up for it. I think the team's going to be pumped up for it. It's a rivalry game, um, and also like fuck Dallas, like like all of the talk has been that Dallas is actually the better team. Dallas is better. Like Dak is MVP. Like I think they're going to fucking see that, and they're going to sit there and they're going to say, hmm, we have the better record. Yeah, we've been through way more shit, and better teams let's be honest than the cowboys like the cowboys pretty much are having the schedule we had last year 
Right. But they're not winning all the games we did. Hopefully the Dolphins can beat them. That'd be nice. That would be sick. But um like I just I think the team's gonna get fired up for this one. I think Sirianni's a guy that knows how to coach coming off of a loss like that. Like yeah. he is the kind of guy that knows how to motivate people, which is why he's such a good head coach and why he's built this strong of a locker right. room and this strong of a team. So I, I I really don't see them losing this game. I really don't. Yeah. I know I jokingly said earlier we're going to lose at the end. I mean, like, uh, I, I, I think it would be fair to like not panic full on, but be a little worried if they do lose this game because then you're throwing the one seed in the doubt, mm-hmm. and that would really suck. Uh, you need some help from other teams, like the Cowboys have the the Dolphins. You know, hopefully the Dolphins can get a win over them. The Dolphins have looked. Oh my God! Dolphins dude, have dude. looked really good the second half of the year. By the so way, so that's to, the other thing too. Like watching that Seahawks Cowboys game, fucking pissed me off. My no, I don't even give a fuck that the Cowboys won. I loved watching that game because they were getting their cornerbacks were getting absolutely torched. Yeah, Bland, Bland was, was fucking horrific. DK Metcalf, and he's a, been their number one when. Because they don't obviously they are actually Gilmore I guess is technically their number one but literally like they have Bland following the number one receivers it's fucking bizarre because I know Gilmore's probably a little washed at this point um, they what don't have digs for the rest of the year yeah right yeah uh, so it's like watching this and watching him against the Seahawks and watching DK and Tyler Lock like literally JSN torch him was hysterical and I literally gotta, cannot fucking wait gotta get that ball to cannot AJ. wait. To watch him against these Eagles wide receivers, because yeah. they are going to juke him out of his fucking shoes. Olamide's a case is probably going to have another fucking <laughs> touchdown too. Yeah. Like man, he sucks. <laughs> but hopefully the Dolphins can catch a dub over the Cowboys, help us out. And like I think, oh, that's the point I was getting yeah. to too. Is that like there if if our wide receiver torch them, and if the Seahawks wide receivers torch them, the Dolphins wide receivers should absolutely okay. annihilate them. <laughs> but let me let me let me touch on this really quickly. Speaking because you said Dak Prescott, you know people are like, oh, he's the MVP. Okay, so I'm not even going to be the Eagles guy and be like Jalen Hurts for MVP. Why is Tyree Kill not getting more love? I I, I, I don't know. So, and, okay, I just want to I want to be upfront and honest with my fan base and everybody that's listening right now. Yes, I am speaking as a guy who did bet on Tyree Kill to win the MVP uh, about a month ago when it was like plus six thousand. So I might be a little biased here, but tell me when I'm telling lies. Tyree Kill is about to break the all-time record for receiving yards. He's got like. What? Th- how many touchdowns? He's like twelve or thirteen touchdowns. He's clearly the most dominant player in the league this year. I think he's had a better year overall than Christian McCaffrey. You know, for the non-quarterback uh, guys that are up for MVP, and all of the quarterbacks haven't been that great, man. Like, listen, I love Jalen, not his best year. Dak Prescott, I think, has been oh, fu- like v- good, but not MVP. Patrick Mahomes, not MVP. Jalen. Uh, Josh Allen. Honestly, out of all the quarterbacks, it would be C.J. Stroud for me. (laughs) Honestly, yes. You're you're not even wrong about that. But I legitimately think that Tyreek Kill should be getting more love. Like he should be up there. I don't know why the fuck he's still like plus I mean, sixteen hundred. They'll never give it to a position player. I, I I have been happy though. I've been seeing people feeding this narrative the last couple of days. Like it's been on ESPN and Stephen A. Smith is talking about it. That's just so you can win an offensive player of the year. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> fuck that. Like I'm so sick of awards like the Heisman and the and MVP just being the best quarterback award. It's so annoying and it's so like. But Devontae Smith won the Heisman. And that was awesome. But like <laughs> nine out of ten times, it's, no, it's quarterbacks. And yeah. it's just annoying because it's it's like there's other positions, man. The, the worst part of that is, though, that like quarterback is the hardest position in football. Like it I, is. I completely agree. And if you're excelling at that level, obviously you're going to have help a lot of the time, especially in college. But like it's the hardest one. And that's, I think, why they do it. So a wide receiver has never won MVP. I think that it would be kind of perfect if the first year it ever happens is the year the guy breaks the record. 
That would be cool. Like that would kind of go hand. I mean, it's not like I love Tyree Kill or anything. He is like fucking electric, but I do love him because I have him on, on one of my <laughs> fantasy teams. He's yes. been fucking dude. He's averaging like thirty points over the last four games. He, he's unreal. <laughs> but yeah, that's my. I've been watching the. By the way, I've been watching the Dolphins uh, in season yeah, uh, hard knocks. I, once I think we talked about this before the season started when the the Jets hard knocks was premiering. Like does hard knocks kind of suck nowadays? Yes, but. I just love football, so I'll watch it. I don't really give a fuck. I, I throw it on, and you know I'm paying. Also, Mike McDaniel is kind of one of those guys. Like you kind of have to. He's you have to tune in. He's to see so him. much more bizarre than I thought he was. I really he's, like him though. So my best comparison of him, and like, I guess in media, was Napoleon Dynamite trying to be Chuck Bass. <laughs> so if any of you guys have what? watched, if any of you guys have watched Gossip Girl, Chuck Bass is like this douchey, like super rich guy. That's always flashing his bling, all that kind of shit. But Mike McDaniel just looks and acts like Napoleon Dynamite, just wearing a bunch of bling. So it's sure. like fucking. It's and then he's got like the weird side part. So I'm like, it's literally you're just Napoleon Dynamite. He comes up to me like, like he, cause like he talks like a nerd sometimes too. But he's like, but he's like a cool. <laughs> when he curses, he's like a cool nerd. <laughs> when he curses, it sounds he's so defying. Wrong. He's defying all logic. He's a cool nerd. He's, he sounds like he's got about, about to get like scolded by his mom for cursing every time he curses. Listen, it cracks I'll, me up. I'll give him this because looking the way he looks, he's at a clear disadvantage to be respected by his team. But he's clearly he's well, clearly yeah, done it. See, that's the thing. And obviously, I'm not in the locker room 24 seven. I don't get it. But it's like. I like watching it. I'm like, I don't even understand what he did to make all of these guys like respect and listen. Like, yeah. cause like you're looking at him and like half these guys could just like snap him in half right. if they really wanted to. And it just, it's so funny and it works for them. Obviously. Right. I think, I think it's the fact that he's got a great offensive mind, but like just since we're talking about them right now, like I'm re- not that I'm like in or out on it. I don't really care for the dolphins at all, but like, I'm kind of like woke to them maybe being the Super Bowl favorites right now. Like they've looked good since the, their defense yeah. was really bad that first half of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's, they've looked better. Jalen Ramsey came back that, that little, little, little bit of a fire under their asses. Um, he's, he's been pretty dominant since he's come back. I suck um, to see that Phillips get tears Achilles. That was kind of yeah. hard to watch on Hard Knocks. That kind of yeah. that made me sad, bro. That was brutal on Hard Knocks because the entire episode they knew it. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, they were, fucking, just, they they were built, talking about him yeah. constantly. They're hyping him up. This is the best game he's had of his career. Everybody's saying it at halftime, and then he comes out and fucking oh my god. Yeah, that, that, was, that was hard to watch. <laughs> but like like you said, like they've just looked a lot better on defense. Their mm-hmm. offense is still electric. I, I don't know if I'm gonna like pick them to win or anything, but they're. They're looking fucking nice. I, yeah. I don't know what their like odds are, but the, the, mean, their, their the defense, AFC is just open. Yeah, the, the AFC is mid. Um, Dude, it's mid as fuck. Like the Chiefs just lost to the Packers. <laughs> and honestly, like the Jags were looking at that number one seed, and then T Law goes down. Yeah, we obviously don't know the full extent. It doesn't sound like it's going to be that serious. Injury, I don't even. Yeah, the like, last time I heard, I think it was a sprain. Yeah, it's a high ankle sprain. There's just no team in the West. Or the, uh, the West, the AFC that I look at, and I'm like, you're the clear cut favor to make yeah. it out. Like in my the Ravens, probably, yeah, I was about to say that's the only team. Yeah, that's the only team that's been like beating people up. But even them, like, we've they seen have some them suspect lose. Yeah, we've too. seen them lose some bad games. Yeah, so it's like, dude, can we also take one second real quick to just just put it out in the universe? The Patriots, man, they are shocking, <laughs> shock, and the fact that we have to watch them, pl- we have to watch the Steelers versus the Patriots. On primetime football tomorrow. It's be fucking lit. I don't even want to hear it from like a standpoint of like, oh, no one I could up have. the Pats D, baby. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it from a standpoint of like, oh, they couldn't have known this game would be that bad when they made the schedule. Are you kidding me? You fucking <laughs> Kenny Pickett versus Mac Jones was not a primetime game no matter what. Yeah. 
but it is a Thursday night game though. For, the Thursday, for sure, it's almost like they're. It's almost like the NFL is now buying into the meme of. The no, no, no. I think what they're game. doing. I think what they're doing. I think NBC got on them and was like, "Well, since Al Michaels left us for all this money to Amazon, I want you to give them the shittiest games, and then we'll give you more money." <laughs> so Dude, I think that's what's happening. I the think Patriots, he screwed over Daddy Bezos. There, there's people out there in in the world that watched the Patriots lose six nothing to the Chargers. <laughs> like, the the Chargers, another one. What a f- bunch of fucking frauds that team is. They their coach, their coach is a fraud. Staley needs to fucking just like go away. I, like he's so bad. I'm trying not <laughs> so to be too hard on bad. Justin Herbert because his receivers just flat out drop some of the craziest passes I've ever seen. Yeah, but also but like, like he's he being do- touted as like he the don't next have guy. It. I don't. I just don't feel that he's a winner. I Which don't. is weird to say because when you look at his clutch stats, he has he has been one of the most clutch quarterbacks over the last like four years. Right. <laughs> so but it's like, kind of funny that we sit here and we're like, yeah, he just doesn't have it when he has. He has shown that he has flashes of it, but it's like it's not. He's not consistent. Enough I in my eyes. I had doubts, but I I knew for a fact he don't have it when I watched them go up twenty seven nothing against the Jaguars <laughs> and choke it in the second half in the playoffs. That was the moment I knew that, that he didn't was have it. Insane. Um, that was insane. To wrap it back to the Eagles real quick, because I was I, my whole point that this started almost. Hopefully the Dolphins can give the Cowboys a loss, and then the Niners. All they really have on their schedule that's tough is the Ravens. So hopefully they take a loss there. Um, but one thing we didn't touch from the game real quick is Big Dom. That was that was the moment, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, one of the Dre- few moments I remember, yes. Greenlaw, <laughs> Greenlaw body slams uh, Devontae on the sideline, mm-hmm. which was just stupid. Can we put out there that Dre Greenlaw is a dirty player? He's, he's like a psycho. At this point. He's a psycho. Oh, he's he, he body slams Devontae Smith out of bounds, and then uh, Big Dom, get the head of security or whatever you want to call him, gets in the middle. And listen, he may be overstepped, but like, they're blowing this way out of proportion. He's the fucking, he's the CEO of security. And Dre Greenlaw, like, I don't really know. Like, looks like he threw a punch at him or like he did something to him. Like, yeah, Dre threw a, basically like mugged him in the face. It looked a like bit. he threw a punch and midway through the punch, he was like, I am about, I can't do this. And <laughs> I'm about to assault and, like, somebody. He, and, he, and he eased up. But, like, that was crazy, and I really thought that was the moment. I was like, oh, the fucking Eagles are winning this game now. Like, that's going to get them fired up because they can't. I think after that was when the Eagles scored, right? Yes. And then mm-hmm. and then the Niners got the ball back, and you're down eight, and I'm like, fuck it, dude, we're back in this game. And then Debo Samuel rips, like, a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah. So just immediately ripped our hearts out there. But the big Dom thing was hilarious. Um, It, it has some good – which, by the way, I'm at, I want to put my tinfoil hat on for this because this is good, but I think it's a conspiracy. So the the night or the day before the Eagles 49ers game, the Eagles Autism Foundation started selling Big Dom shirts. And then the next day in the game, he has a viral moment and I guarantee you their shirts sold, which a great it's a great cause. Thank God that happened. But I don't know, man. Was was Big Dom going viral a part of the plan? Think come on. It was part of the script, yes. It was part of the script. <laughs> So the Eagles could sell shirts and raise it for a great cause. So it's a, it's good that it's a good conspiracy. You know, it's one of the few conspiracies where you're like, I'm glad that that unless happened. they suspend him. Um, unless they suspend him. Yeah, I think on that press release or whatever that Goodell put out, Goodell's a fucking asshole. Um, Piece of shit loser. It, it literally, I think it was like on the second line. It said like security's allowed to get involved when he's, and I think I think obviously they mean stadium security, but. He his he's literally the head of security. Right, <laughs> like, it's absurd. Like, how are you going to put out that statement and basically condemn him, and then also say, but security is allowed to get involved? Dude, like, they, I, Roger Goodell just hates us because, like, what was it a week ago where he was like, yeah, the fucking Philly spent. Oh uh, the, my the, god, the, the, the push push needs to go. Like, come on, dude, shut. Like, give it a 
friggin' rest. I have so much all 22 evidence as to why it's actually a football play. Just can't nobody fucking stop it. it yeah, like, it's just unfair. Like, okay, how about no more uh, deep deep throws to Tyreek Hill? It's unfair. <laughs> no one can stop it. Man. I how fucking about, agree. How about no screens to Christian actually, McCaffrey? Actually, I just lied because Tyreek Hill needs to win MVP for me. <laughs> but, all right, so... Uh, yeah, but next, it wouldn't take place until next year. You're fine. Right, right, exactly. All right, Ty, so I want you to queue up the clip that we've been talking about. Um, this is this is David Carr. He was on. Um, I forget what show it was on. Uh, let me pull it up here. But he basically said, "I'm just gonna let the the clip speak for me." Uh, he was on uh, ESPN. I think this is. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. What yeah, it doesn't matter. Show. This is relevant people. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I'm just trying to give the whole story. <laughs> but we're gonna play the clip here because it's one of the most insane things that I've probably. Jalen Hurts has a lot of haters out there in the media world, but I think this is probably the worst one that I've ever heard someone get on TV and say, like, and be serious. Well, I mean, the thing to me was the guy saying it. Like, David Carr. He's completely. I honestly fucking did, forgot he was Derek Carr's brother until you guys said it earlier. Very and, trash like, starting and, quarterback, by the way. And, like, I, I didn't even know he was ever in the league. Like, and, and like, who the fuck is this guy to say? <laughs> to say this usually the bad takes on Jalen Hurts come from Chris Sims mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm glad well, he's had to ease up I think because he's now on ESPN's like halftime show slash uh, post game show um, or is it ESPN it's one of them he's he's like on a he's on a halftime show and he's like had to button it up a little bit I think he really made a top 40 quarterbacks list a year ago and didn't put Jalen Hurts on it it's insane behavior I just I, guar- I, don't, I don't get it I guarantee you he probably thinks like Tommy DeVito is better than Jalen <laughs> Or something like that. There's probably a little bit of Italian in him, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- to say what this guy said about Jalen Hurts is just uh, to say in general. Yeah, hey, I'm having watch- trouble with the audio. Oh, I don't know that's all right. I all can- right, we could just talk about it. Though. Yeah, I could just read it. Um, but um, basically, what this guy said is he came out and was like, "Would you like me to play it through the mic?" No, nah, no, nah, don't do that. Okay. Um, basically, what he said was the Eagles should like Jalen looks a little hurt, so the Eagles should be playing Marcus Mariota. He said that <laughs> he said Jalen Hurts can't read a defense, so we need Marcus Mariota in there. I know, but he started. It started as him saying Jalen Hurts looks a little hurt. One of the- I think we should put Marcus Mariota in there, and then he went on to say also Hurts can't read a defense. <laughs> he kept he kept refer- David Carr kept saying. Um, if Nick Sirianni's focused on the, he constantly says he's focused on the bigger picture. So the bigger picture move is to bench Jalen and you know start. Mar- the big picture move is to start Marcus Mariota in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. A guy in preseason that we were literally begging to be taken out of preseason games to watch to just to see what Tanner McKee was. A guy who who stinks, man. Like yeah, he did the tush push one time and like it worked, but like. <laughs> Are we being serious, David Carr? Like, you clearly just want interaction. Because yeah. if you truly believe that... You should be you, taken out back and shot. You might be... The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I whatever I say will hail in comparison, pale in comparison to that. So I'm just going to stop there. But he should at the very least, like, not have a fucking platform to get his football opinions off if you genuinely think that... Marcus Mariota is a better option in any year. Marcus Mariota has never been a good quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, at least he is, was decent on in the beginning of his Titans run, but like he's never been a good quarterback. It's actually so funny looking back at that now because like obviously when he was coming into the league, everybody in Philadelphia wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> and now we have him. It's like, do we really have to keep him? <laughs> like, well, everyone thought we were going to grab him because of Chip. Yeah, Chip Kelly, that was his boy. 
But instead, he grabbed Kiko Alonso. Um, just to also kinda, his boy. <laughs> yeah, also his boy. Just to kind of like tie a bow on the whole Eagles Niners thing. Um, this guy's not falling, people. The Eagles are no. still the one seed. They still control their own destiny. Home field advantage in the playoffs is still on the table. We we're going into a huge game against Dallas. Like that's awesome. Like say what you want, but like it's always better when these Cowboys games mean something and mm-hmm. like. Even if it's, you know, we might rip our hair out, even if it's like a close game or whatever, but this rivalry is like what the NFL like needs. I you also know, want awesome. people to remember like what the end of the year, like the schedule at the end of the year looks like so for us. Cake. It's literally Car- the Giants, Cardinals. Yeah. Am I the only the one that feels like they've twice. done? Why have they done that? These I feel like they've done that now the last couple years because they thought it was going to mean something because they thought the giants were actually going to be good this year they They thought thought daniel jones was (laughs) i just feel like we're constantly playing the giants not until the very end of the year but whatever well they it's because they want to make sure boston scott's fresh up is that it okay (laughs) Uh, but uh anyway like we're we're you don't want to see people like overreacting like they have two losses man like this loss looked really bad. Like, there's no getting around it. They deserve to lose. They were not the better team. But, like, there are other factors to be considered, like what we said about the whole rest versus, you know, we're going through this fucking gauntlet. They were probably tired. I mean, this game against Dallas is going to tell us a lot. Like, it, you need it for the standing standpoint. Like, could you fucking imagine? Like, okay, I'm, I'm talking positively right now. Now I'm about to dip into the negative. But, like, it is kind of crazy that the Eagles could, like, end up at a five seed. Like, mm-hmm. like just out of nowhere, which is bad shit. This is the second year in a row that, that we've had teams, like, right on our ass. Like, we're, we're you know, 10 and 1 or whatever. And it's like we have no wiggle room. Mm-hmm. And that's why that Jets loss pisses me off so bad. Why did we lose that game to the Jets? But regardless, we're not going to uh, get stuck on that. But just go out there and, and beat Dallas, man. That's all you can ask for. For morale at this point. Yeah. (laughs) And just fucking, like, they're so due to lose at home. Dallas is so fucking due to lose at home. Yeah, there's no way we can lose them at home this many years in a row. Like, and also, no, but they're undefeated at home this year. They've only trailed in the Seahawks game. Yeah, they're due. At home this year. We need to just go out there and kick their fucking asses. Hand Dak to the ground like 30 times, I mean, dude, dude, there's going to be... Deliver Jerry Jones to an early grave. I don't please. know. I don't know if it can get much darker than it will be mentally. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to keep Jerry Jones alive because as long as he's alive, <laughs> yeah. they didn't win no, let his son take over. It'll be even funnier. <laughs> I don't know. If we all know he's next in line too. So I don't know if it can get much darker than it would be if we lost back-to-back games to the Niners <laughs> and Cowboys. I just want to say that. So Eagles, for the s- mental sanity of the entire city, you have to win. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Pat, I know that you, you normally don't care, and I usually do this when you and Seamus aren't here. But real quick, I just I have to touch on college football real quick. I just have to because of the playoff ranking. I, I, knew just, I knew it. I need to rant. I need to rant right Let now. Let it go. Wait, wait, real quick. What the fuck happened over this week? Because I, I know I saw, um, who was it, lost, and uh, fuck. Somebody lost. Georgia? Yeah, Georgia lost. So they're not in the playoffs? No. So that's so insane. So to jo- me. <laughs> Georgia won like 29 straight games. They were the one seed. They lost Alabama in the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. So the, um, what else happened? You now know? you're about to understand the rant. So yeah. So no, yeah. I, I mean, I was watching that game, and it was just like that's so nuts to me that they literally were undefeated the whole year. Alabama did lose one game, and they lose the SEC championship game, and they can't go to the fucking playoffs. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the Georgia thing is what I'm getting caught up on. The, so Georgia and Ohio State. The reason I'm not mad about like them not being anywhere near the playoff is because they both had their chance. Like 
like the SEC championship game for Georgia and the Ohio State Michigan game for Ohio State, they were playoff games basically, and they lost. They both lost. So like, at the end of the day, I really I get why they're not in there. But this is where it gets tricky, Pat. You had I think they were number four going into this week the conference championships. Florida State, who Jordan Travis broke his leg two weeks ago. Jordan Travis, amazing. Florida State, one of the best defenses in the nation. Uh, they play two games without their starter. They win both, uh, including a win over 15th-ranked Louisville in the ACC championship. So coming down to oh, you also had uh, we had Washington beat uh, Oregon in the SEC uh, the Pac-12 championship, which is basically a playoff game as well. Whoever won would get in. So you're sitting there, and the teams you're looking at in no order are like it's undefeated Michigan, Big Ten champion, SEC champion Alabama with one loss to Texas. Big 12 champion Texas with one loss to Oklahoma, Flor undefeated ACC champion Florida State, and uh, and Georgia basically, and somehow, oh, and Washington, sorry, undefeated uh, Pac-12 championship Washington. So the fucking playoff rankings come out, and you got Michigan at one, expected, Washington at two, expected, Texas at three, which is great, fine, and then. Alabama at five over undefeated conference champions, Florida State. The first time in the college football playoff that an undefeated Power Five conference champion has been left out because according to them, Jordan Travis being out means like they will be uncompetitive in the playoff. It's, it is absurd, bro. It basically means the games don't matter. It doesn't. The games don't matter because you're talking about a team that went out there in a Power Five conference and won every game on their on their schedule, won the fucking championship of their conference, and then because their quarterback gets hurt, sudden it's like okay, well they're not in the playoff. No, imagine if the 2017 Eagles were denied oh access God. to the playoffs because Carson Wentz got hurt. Like that's that's absurd, man. It's football. It's a team sport. Like they have one of the best defenses in the nation. It just, it, it literally at this point, dude. Why same with the Niners last year. Imagine if they didn't get in the playoffs. <laughs> right. Brock Purdy was their backup last year. People forget that. People like, forget that, <laughs> dude. But like, it, it's like, why even play games, man? Why even play games? Why not just have a fucking a combine where the the college football committee gets to look at the teams and be like, okay, we think you guys are the best because that's <laughs> that's what it is. It's TV ratings. It's literally all about TV ratings. They knew that people would watch Bama, Michigan more than they'd watch Michigan, Florida State. But, like, it, it's just, it's corrupt. It's fucked. And, like, okay, I want to preface it all by saying, like, I'm happy as a fan that Florida State didn't get in because Alabama will put up a better game. But it's it's wrong. That doesn't matter. That's not how sports work. Like, everyone's like, oh, well, Florida State's just going to get trampled by Michigan. How do you know that? Like, that aren't. Isn't some of the reasons we love sports because of the magical Cinderella moments, the the mm -hmm. the underdog you never thought would That's win wins? That's why March wins? Madness is the fucking best, right? But <laughs> like, what you're, you're stomping that you're stomping that out on Florida State because you don't think they'll win, like. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. The college football committee should be ashamed of themselves. Like, I, I just I can't believe that they did that. And Jordan Travis put out a tweet that I felt bad. He was like, "I wish I would have broke my leg earlier so you guys could have seen this team is more than just its quarterback." Like. It sucks that that it sucks that happened. They didn't deserve that, and I would be fucking pissed if I was oh, a Florida yeah. State fan. I would be raging. I would even store. I would maybe storm the Capitol. <laughs> maybe we don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. But I, listen, I if the 
I, there's no comparison because I don't have a favorite college team, but that's just, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. The college football playoff committee is a joke. And I really think they did it because they knew that they could get away with the whole, you know, people are going to say this is setting a bad precedent, but they're going to be like, no, it's not. Next year, the playoff format changes and we're going to 12, which I am excited about. But like, it just feels like they are using that as a crutch to get away with fucking over Florida State here. I mean, from what I, I mean, I obviously don't really pay attention to college football at all but from what i've been hearing it just sounds like michigan's gonna dog walk everyone Mi- okay is Mich- that true no <laughs> i i literally when the when the when the matchups came out i i put a parlay and i have out not that anyone gives a fuck i had alabama plus two and a half they are now i'm pretty sure it's like an even line by the time that game happens they're gonna be favored i think and i took washington plus four against texas I think Alabama is going to beat Michigan. I was too much of a coward to take them outright when I should have, because now they're going to be the favorites probably pretty soon. But <sighs> Bama just ain't Bama. Don't look like Bama ba- like it used to. But like, yeah. they didn't. But I mean, dude, they Even just in that Georgia game. They didn't look that great. Yeah, but Georgia's the best team. They were the yeah. best team in the country, and they they went out there and handled them. And like, they looked bad in the beginning of the year. You know, Jaden Milrow did not look like the greatest quarterback in the world. But like, and he still doesn't. I'm not saying that. But Michigan. Michigan has not really gone against a single mobile quarterback the entire season, except for like Talia Tungavailoa, and he put up actually a pretty good game against them. Like, I don't believe in J.J. McCarthy as a quarterback. I think he's mid, and I don't think he's made for the moment. I and I I don't know something about it. Just it smells of Michigan will be a fraud again, and like it's just Alabama is fucking inevitable. I think it's going to be Alabama Washington in the in the final, and I would love to see Washington win. Just something different, you know. I don't want to see another Bama championship. Yeah, or, dude. I mean, that's the thing. It's or like, Michigan. Like the only reason I would have liked to see Georgia win is just because it was wasn't Bama win. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, don't give me, I. I, I know this is kind of contradictory to the whole I want to see someone else win, but it kind of would have been cool to see a three-peat for like the first time maybe ever. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool, but yeah. like now I'm like, all right, give it to Texas or Washington. Neither of them have had success for a while. I think. I'd love to see Matthew McConaughey go streaking. Give it to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of Michael uh, Penix on Washington. He's he's a dog, so I would love to see him win it, but... Didn't you put a bet in for him for Heisman? Is that why? No, I, I did <laughs> not, but listen, I'm, I'm in a dynasty fantasy football league, so I'm looking, oh, at, right. That's I'm looking what it ahead is. the next year about who my quarterback is. <laughs> You're looking at be. quarterbacks. Hey, I'm he's looking shopping. At, before we get off college football, I'm looking at Jaden Daniels, the LSU uh, quarterback. Who's you got a running back for me because Derrick Henry has fucking killed me this year. <laughs> I mean, my God. I mean, there's Blake Corum on the on Michigan. Williams. It's pretty good. Say go, less. Go get Kyron Williams. Say less. But college football, man, they I'm glad that they're moving to twelve because it's a bad like it's just a bad way to pick the teams that make it. And like also, they're lucky that for the last since the inception of the college football playoff, there's four spots, right? They're lucky because they have five power five conferences, but only four spots. They are lucky that for since the inception, pack the Pac twelve has been trash, except for this year. This year is the first time the Pac twelve is good, and look at the controversy it's caused with the playoff. They're so lucky that for the last ten years or however long it's been that the Pac-12 has been irrelevant. And they haven't had the, they haven't had another conference champion to really think about. They're they've been lucky this whole time because whose idea was it to have four playoff spots for five conferences? Uh, it's just it's a joke, man. That that whole sport is corrupt. It's a fu- it's a fucking joke. But it's that's not all. as bad as FIFA. That's, At least we can say that. That's also worse. <laughs> that's also way worse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the only other thing I really have here is Jock Peterson posted a picture with the Philly fanatic today and said it's always so that was very interesting. (laughs) That was out of nowhere, by the way. (laughs) I have no fucking clue. So the funniest part about that was like immediately after I think it was a. 
Todd, uh, Todd, I forget his fucking name, but one of the, one of the writers tweeted out, Todd Zalecki tweeted out, um, literally that like, it means nothing. He's heard nothing. That's a lie. It's like, but like also like, why the fuck would Jock post that? And he is kind of like a quirky guy. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's just like doing it to fuck with people. But I think he, I think, I wonder if it's more so he wants to be here. I, Dude, I, I think that was something. I, like, it, maybe they talked at least, or maybe he's yeah. like, I want to go to Philly. Like, yeah. you don't just post that. Like, <laughs> you don't just post a picture with the Especially Philly fanatic. Especially the retired song. That. Yeah, like, come on. There, there, there's something. That's a red that. flag. That's a red flag, in my opinion. There, yeah, there, there's something to that. I don't, I don't buy it. That that's be, nothing. So, my biggest thing with that also is, I, oh, man, it'd be really fucking weird because, like, he's basically Kyle Schwarber. Do we really want a second Kyle Schwarber? Why I, not? I, Just a lineup of Kyle Schwarbers. <laughs> That's what the Yankees did last year. <laughs> we don't fucking need that. Speaking of the Yankees, looks like Juan Soto. Juan Soto. They got uh, Alex Verdugo from Red Sox, too. Man, they revamped that outfield real quick. Um, but, like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, like obviously, yeah, Jock would bring some power. But do we need more power? <laughs> can, <laughs> like, can we also talk about the the hilarity of uh, Shohei Otani's camp being like any team that this, me- that's fucking a, weird. Him, him being like any team that meet with us if it gets leaked to the media, we're not signing there. And then Dave Roberts comes out himself and says that we <laughs> met with the Shohei. Like, he's the fucking manager of the team, and he's yep. just he's like, yeah, we met with them. It's like, did you not like see what he said? I mean. That's, that, that's if, weird. If, if they actually stick to that and now he doesn't sign with the Dodgers, I would love nothing more. I mean, as long yeah. as he doesn't go to the Mets. <laughs> well, uh, what is it? Apparently, he's, he, the top two are looking like the the Blue Jays and who else was it? I forget. I think it's Blue Jays, Dodgers. Blue Jays, top Dodgers. Right now. Yeah, that would, dude, go to the fucking Blue Jays then. Please. Not even. Not even <laughs> there's, there's no reason he should go to the Blue Jays because they have two of their top players in Vladdy and Bobachet on. They're going to be free agents after next year. Yeah, but they have, I don't know, they have cool colors. Go, go play there. <laughs> They, they have cool. They have cool yeah, go play in Canada, so it's even you're even further away from your home <laughs> than Dude, you would be anywhere else. But like, I don't know. I'm so sick of every fucking sport. All these, they just. I mean, just go to, to me, LA. To me, though, like his camp saying that is fucking weird. Like everybody knows, especially in this day and age, it's gonna get leaked somehow because GMs are trying to fucking like play with each other, and that's how it, that's how the business works. They're trying to what that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're trying to diddle each other. Hey, man, Dave Paul's. Dombrowski's out there diddling. <laughs> He better be. Dave the Diddler. Uh, <laughs> All right. Where the hell is this show going now? Um, That's no, that was for Seamus. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got you to get some like horny weird jokes in there for Seamus uh, in his memory. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, like, every, obviously you see it a lot more in the NBA with the way it works there. Everybody's leaking something to try and fuck with other teams. Like, that's just how it works, man. And if you're really going to like, th- like, this could be, and I think uh, Buster... Buster Posey went and said this, I think. He was basically like, if this, this could be like one of the most exciting and fun times in baseball with one of the best players we've ever seen. And instead, it's like fucking closed door bullshit with threats. Yeah. It's, like, it's why the stupid. fuck? Like, who cares if it's getting leaked that he might sign here? The, who gives a fuck? Why are you, why are, why is his team, why is, and I don't know if it's him saying it, but like, fuck off. Let us have our fucking fun. It's literally the best. Like NBA NBA trade deadline day is literally one of my favorite fucking days of the year because it's just absolute absurdity. Like 
Woj is tweeting this. Shams is tweeting this. Oh, there's a rumor fucking two days before that James Harden's going to go. Like, that day, that day we got Harden was one of the most insane days of my entire life. Dude, the NBA is almost better when you don't even watch the actual games. Yes. Yeah, if you like, just watch the tweets. Just, just follow the draw. <laughs> it's a fucking soap opera. Yeah. That's what makes it great. But, like, that's that's what baseball is missing. Yeah, like that is what baseball is like. Everybody, no matter who you talk to, if they are on Twitter, they know who Woj and Shams are. Yeah, nobody really knows who fucking Ken Rosenthal is. Besides that annoying guy, Woj bomb might might as well be in the dictionary as a term. Literally, so it's like you could see where baseball is lacking, especially with that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it's so exciting with that shit. With like the NBA, with the NFL too. Like, grow up. Like, why is it? I don't. I don't understand. I don't even like like you said. I don't want to say it's Shohei because we have no proof that it's mm-hmm. it's him that is saying that as opposed to his team. But I'm sure he has some say in it. Like, but it's just like, why are you like? Uh, not that he's a diva, but that's diva ish. Especially with like the the situation he's in right now, <laughs> where yeah. he's literally not going to pitch for another fucking year, possibly year and a half. Right. Um, and it's also like, dude, you're the greatest baseball player like from like a skill standpoint mm-hmm. we've ever seen, man. Basking it. Like you're gonna have. Uh, an upgraded uh, atta- amount of attention mm-hmm. on you, like you, you you're, are you're in the spotlight. You're Babe Ruth of this generation, except mm-hmm. for way better because Babe Ruth was a fat bum who couldn't even <laughs> he would not make it in this day and age. But we won't even get into that. <laughs> or maybe you know we no, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe we will. Let's just shit on Babe Ruth for the rest of the show. No, but I don't know. That's just loser. Behavior. It's very it's very weird. It's like very like cape and cape and dagger kind of stuff. Like it's just yeah. like fucking just okay. Like who cares if fucking uh John Heyman tweets out, Oh, uh Shohei Otani met with the Marlins. Can can I read Shohei you guys Otani a Otani met with insert team? Like fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. To to make this about the Phillies, because there really is nothing to talk about the Phillies except for like they maybe they'll sign fucking John Peterson, <laughs> but like who really cares? Um, so Bryce Harper is ready to discuss a contract extension. Uh, he wants to spend the rest of his career here, obviously, like mm-hmm. which is great. Um, w- there's a tweet that like not is going viral because doesn't have that much engagement, but Seamus sent in our group chat. Yeah, he was freaking um, out about this, it. This guy, this guy quoted the tweet about Bryce Harper wanting an extension, and he said. Motherfucker goes a combined 0-8 in game 6 and 7 at home to choke away the NLCS and then turns around with the nerve to ask for more money when his contract doesn't end for close to a decade. Once a punk, always a punk, and he's always been a punk. That is that is an unhinged... It's also, by the way, a guy that uh, is a Phillies fan. That's, un- that's an unhinged <laughs> response to that. He just wants Wait, to retire. Seamus said that? No, 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 no. no, no. Seamus no, no. sent that Seamus, tweet. Oh, Seamus, Seamus was on the opposite side, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? <laughs> Dude, Actually, I kind of agree with that person. Really? Well, A little bit. Only because from the aspect that, dude, how long was that contract? 10 years? 13. 13. 13. 13 fuck. So what? It's like 10, 9 years left on it? I think yeah, there's like that. 7. Has he, he been here that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about 7 years. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> But also, like, who cares? Like, that's <laughs> like, my, who gives that's a fuck if he's pro- here a couple more years? Like, but like, seven, dude, you have a thirteen-year contract. You mm-hmm. have at least seven years left on it, dude. Get your ass out there and play some fucking ball. I don't want to hear about no damn contract extension. Hey, I mean, I don't. I also don't blame him though, because he's just trying to lock up the end of his career. And I also don't blame him because I also would give it to him in a heartbeat. Because who the fuck cares what the fucking fifteen, yeah, I don't, I don't. ten, fifteen years from now Phillies are doing? I didn't care in 2008. I cared now a little bit, but like, Ty, like, like I, I don't even like think you're being absurd. But saying no, you're that. not. I think yeah. But like this dude is like he's a fucking punk and he's always been up. It's like yeah, I'm not wh- doing. I'm not going there. Fucking relax, dude. It's not that deep. It's, it, 
are they taking the money from you, brother? Are you yes. paying the fucking hey, extension? Hey, you might be a season ticket holder. You don't know. Like, people, <laughs> Shit, dude, this is affecting my season tickets. Motherfucker, <laughs> get in line. We have, so, the Phillies fan base on Twitter is, I've said this before, is the worst of all of the yes. sports in Philadelphia. Sixers Twitter is just funny because, like, it's misery. It's gloom, yeah. Uh, it's awful. Eagles Twitter is too too general. It's everybody because everyone's an F- Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, the very specifics of Phillies Twitter are, are the worst. I hate <laughs> I, if you're on Philly's Twitter, go out there and just tweet the Eagles should pursue Mike Trout and people will be calling you a moron. One of the greatest baseball players of all time. All you got to do is tweet, hey, I think the Eagles should look into getting this Trout guy. And you'll have 15 fucking replies from people with ats like Hoskins Forever 1527. <laughs> Being like you fucking moron idiot. He's not even good. Like <laughs> well, I don't know why they haven't re-signed Reese yet, honestly. It's the worst <laughs> fan base on Twitter in the city. You dope. It's 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 so annoying. That was a good Howard impression. <laughs> but speaking of other uh teams in the city, before we get ready to wrap up, the Sixers, uh Kelly Oubre. He's back from his, his mysterious return. rib injury. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't know what to even make of that. I, I just, honestly don't give a fuck. I don't care, right? <laughs> I think it's really fucking I, funny. I'm always shouting, I don't care what happens. I'm always shouting these bad. guys out on here, but I was listening to the to the rights to Ricky, and you know, they kind of came to the same conclusion, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I don't care. I, yeah, as I long as Kelly Oubre didn't like, commit a crime or something, yes. I don't care what he does. I, I literally don't care whether he got... I mean, not that to say I don't care if he got hit by a car, but <laughs> I don't care if he did or if he didn't or... Like just just play ball, yeah. And that's all I care Shut about. Up and dribble, right? Just be normal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Back to you right into a fucking corner with that one, no, asshole. <laughs> that is not what I, someone. I, my favorite thing was someone hit Seamus with that on Twitter uh, the other day. Yeah, somebody she, did. Seamus tweeted something about. Oh, I forget what it was about. I, it was about I like a remember. singer or something. Hold on, I, I'm I'm pulling this up because I have it. Oh, here we go. Seamus Seamus had a tweet. Uh, it was like a jar of money, and it says <laughs> Seamus would interact with this. By the way, <laughs> it's a it's a tweet from like one of those like tweet decking accounts that like clearly they're just putting things out there to blow up. It says relationships deserve this type of energy, oh, right, and it's right, a right, yeah. it's a jar, and it says every time we fuck, I owe you twenty dollars. So your Christmas gift depends on you. LOL, and it's a jar full of money. That's such a shame. And Seamus quoted it and said, "Legitimately prostitution within a relationship, <laughs> some weirdo shit." And some guy at Joe Mac twenty thirty seven. 9450. What does this have to do with sports, LMAO? And I said, this dude just told Seamus to shut up and dribble. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing not tweeting about sports? Get get back to talking about sports, you dumbass. It was basically what that guy... Uh, Seamus would fucking it. I didn't even really realize what the tweet was about until just now. Same. Same. uh, No matter how many times we talk about the time that Seamus put the fucking in raw target. So have you heard that story? Have you heard that story, Ty? Wait, what story? All right. About the the target post? So so Seamus Seamus found a tweet. This was like, what, three years ago? Three, four years ago? Three years ago. He he found a tweet that he really fucked with. So he screenshotted it and he put it on his Snapchat story and I think his Instagram story too. And the tweet was... It li- I, it was I remember it. it he literally yeah, said... It, exact wording? He said it, it was like, again, one of those like clearly just trying to get interactions tweets and said, if you see us in Target together, just know we fucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus retweeted it and put it on his stories. And I was like, bro, you really felt that, huh? Like, I don't know. It's not often that I... don't that know if he's ever been to Target with anybody. <laughs> it's not often that I see a tweet and I feel that shit so much to my core that I got to <laughs> screenshot it and post it on other social media platforms. 
and and now it's like, bro, now like no one can go to Target with you, Seamus, because like yeah, the, I, the I never, I don't even want to like touch. You know, I don't want to be within fucking ten feet of a Target. Now the that. precedent you said, I, right? And I was also like, Seamus, like you experienced this before. Like, why did you feel it so <laughs> I, intently? I'm, I'm so glad you guys told this story because I'm always in Target with my wife, so I'll be <laughs> gladly to avoid the Target that Seamus is at. So, like, are you gonna post that one on your story now? <laughs> Hell no! You probably get your ass beat, right? <laughs> you damn right I would. <laughs> you kidding me? He never really explained himself either. Like he just well, that kinda, was the best part. Yeah, it's he was just like, well, yeah, it's what the tweet says. The best part is that it's still a mystery. <laughs> what exactly made him feel that so deeply in his soul? If my, I had to guess, he was drunk. My wife <laughs> listens to all the shit that I produce. Hell yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not putting that shit out. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't post it on his story with like a flame, a skull, and like a devil, like grinning purple devil emoji. Like, I'm trying to remember if he did put a caption on it because it would have been really funny. What could you like, even add to that? I mean, it mood. says every, it says every, <laughs> mood. <laughs> Seamus is a big mood guy. Seamus definitely runs like a, a burner account where he posts like those like graphic pictures of like dudes like blowing girls back out like neat and he's like <laughs> Wait, he's, and he's like need this so bad <laughs> he definitely runs like like one of those porn twitters <laughs> i could see that <laughs> now we gotta find Seamus's burner what has the direction of this show gone <laughs> I have a burner Twitter now too, but that's well, oh no! Wait, wait, wait! Did you just basically admit what your burner Twitter is? No, I didn't. Oh no, my <laughs> my burner Twitter was my burner Twitter was so that I could uh, direct all of my politics to a different feed <laughs> because I've been politics make up so much of my life reading it on Twitter. So I've unfollowed like all the political accounts on my main account and followed them on another account so that I only have to see that when I go on there. It's my other Twitter is politics and wrestling. <laughs> that's all it is. Because I'm also kind of embarrassed to post about wrestling <laughs> on my Twitter because people make fun of me. I did notice that you you suggested the Edge uh, theme, the Edge song. theme song, baby. <laughs> that's my that's my shit. I've loved that song forever. That's the the only reason I know that song is because Vince is at, Vince every time he's over my house asks. It me is a banger. A- aside from it being a WWE song, it's a fucking tune. <laughs> but uh, we didn't talk about the biggest news in the world last week. CM Punk came back. No, I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> it's I can't believe that out of a room of uh, well, right now it's three, but when Seamus is here four, like I'm the only one that ever in their whole life watched any WWE. Oh, I have. Yeah, Tyson. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. okay, good, good. Oh, I was going to exactly completely you ignore about. him last week. <laughs> I, I listen, I barely remember what happened yesterday, let alone last week, brother. I don't remember what happened during the Eagles game. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> uh but I wish you one of these days. I, I remember when we were drinking at your house that one night. I was watching WWE while we were drinking because like there was there was nothing on TV. And I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna put this on. One of these days, I'm just gonna make you guys. I'm gonna make you guys watch. You guys should get tickets to WrestleMania if they're cheap. No, get Jay. They're <laughs> not got, cheap. They're we, not. Yeah. I can tell you right now. Well, let's wait. We have until we have until <laughs> April. Let's see if the prices drop. Maybe the day off, dude. That'd be fun. Sure. <laughs> or if, you know what? Fuck you, Pat. It's it's a good time, all right? It's a great time. I can't wait. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I was going to invest a thousand dollars to a ticket, but now it's like, oh shit, the Undertaker retired. I'm not fucking going. I only I only had to spend 160, so I'm excited for that. Jesus, it, it's not that bad. Yeah, but still, that's a whole lot better than what I was seeing. Oh yes, that's way worse because that's because I got them like opening night when they went on sale. Oh, now see, that was I was a, I was a ticket hawk. I mean, I'm sitting way up in the fucking nosebleeds. But oh, it's going to be I, so ass. Of course we'd have to say that. No, it's not, Pat. 
I'm gonna get to see Cody Rhodes. No, in, in Wells Fargo, right? No, it's at no, the link. it's in the link. Oh, it's in the link. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be so ass. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Bro, that's even worse than the Fargo. <laughs> fuck you. You guys have dude. Any... The fucking the ring is like you. ten feet. No, I know. <laughs> but they, I mean, like, dude, the you're just there for the to say you were there. What if it rains? Roman Reigns? No, no, I'm kidding. Um, if it rains, what, what do they do? They just I, do it anyway. I would imagine. What do you do? Go. I'll, I'll be under I'll be protected but that just another level of the link needs a fucking retractable roof <laughs> it's last thing I'm signing off with my last point it's 2023 every single open air arena should have a retractable roof at this point it's 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 unreal that they don't this is nah. the first time I'm going to say this to you and I can't believe it took this long because <laughs> usually I agree with your points um, oh no fuck you and no yes <laughs> Ty you, thank first you first off Football is meant to be played in the damn elements. Oh, no. I am so sick and tired of this pussyfoot <laughs> fucking generation always wanting fucking coverage. No. Playing a goddamn rain like everybody else did. Playing a goddamn snow like everybody but, else did. And bust some ass, damn it. But I'm tailgating the goddamn rain like everybody else does. Fuck yes. <laughs> but like outside of just football, it affects concerts. I don't care. I care. I, I don't care. Why? Because that Luke Combs concert was fucking lit after like two hours of just waiting. I mean, it was I, awesome. I, 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 <laughs> I'm mad I missed that concert. I can't disagree with you that that was awesome. That was like, fucking sick. The concert yeah. didn't end until 1.30. I spent way less money. It was awesome. I mean, <laughs> also, I would like to host a Super Bowl here. That'd be pretty fucking cool. But you're never going to do that unless you're not going to lie. I don't really want to host a Super Bowl here. Why? Because all the Super Bowl is is just like fucking rich people. It's not actual fans. Come on. Just, just try to have fun. No. You <laughs> wouldn't be. You don't think it'd be cool at all to have the Super Bowl in Philadelphia? The draft was here, and it was just like that was oh, awesome. The draft that was sick. Here. I had a lot of fun at the draft that year. It was like fine. I think I went on the second day. That was kind of fun when we drafted. Um, oh, who was that cornerback from Washington that never panned out? That was always injured. That we like. Oh my god! It was like oh my god! What was his name? It's Sydney something. S- yes, you're Sydney Brown. No, no. no. no this year. Hold on a second. I now I have to look this up before we get out of here. Sydney Sweeney. Eagles. Sydney Sweeney. Sorry, I just had to give Vince Horney real quick. Yeah, chill out, bro. <laughs> I would. I would know if she was in the city. I would. I would have like a. What? A sp- I would have a spider sense that would go off. Okay. <laughs> was it the twenty the twenty seventeen draft right or twenty eighteen? Seventeen eighteen. No, seventeen seventeen twenty seventeen. Okay. 17. Here we go. The draft class. Sydney Jones. There we go. Sydney. Cornerback from Washington. I remember thinking he was going to be a stud. Uh, yeah, didn't pa- didn't work out. That was another thing I don't really remember that much of that draft. Derek Barnett <laughs> in the first round, Sydney Jones. Yeah, that's second. what it was. Barnett in the first round. Yup. That's why I hated that draft. Yeah, that's why I like. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited okay. when we got him. He was. I mean, he was good. It just sucks. Like hey, listen, he contributed to the Super Bowl. So whatever else he did after, he's got to pass. Get the hell out. It's always him. I mean, no, like he's got to <laughs> he's got to go, and like he stinks, but like. He's it, gone. The, right. He he had to go on that. He, he had I thought to, Vince was living in the past for a nah. second. He had to go and he wasn't good, but like just for his contributions to the Super Bowl, anything else he did, I'm okay with it. It's okay. He can he can suck and I won't be mad at him. He recovered a fumble. We act like he did some miraculous shit. I mean, hold on. Let's not act like he wasn't also pretty good as rookie year. He was good. I don't know his numbers, but they were they were fine. He he also was one of the Wasn't he hurt as rookie? No. No. He, he he was also one he of the was in rotation. Let's also not forget that he also you can argue caused the entirety of the Vikings game to shift because he hit Case Keenum on that pass where he threw that was Chris, that was Chris, was it Chris Long? Long. It wasn't Derek Barnett. Yeah, it was that was Chris, Chris Long. Long. I take everything I said back. The dude sucks. <laughs> Thank 
cute. <laughs> nah, but seriously, I, I I didn't hate him until like a couple years later when he st- couldn't stop getting fucking penalties every single down. I, basically, I hated him more for the situation he was in. Kind of like Rager, but also Rager just genuinely did suck. Will anyone ever draft a TCU wide receiver again? No. By the way, Quentin Johnson. No, I so. I'm stinks. I don't think I'm drafting anybody from the Pac-12. I don't trust the Pac-12. <laughs> well, we're gonna see what Caleb uh, Williams is here. Yeah, I don't trust him either. Caleb, yeah, I don't know. I get the jury's still out. I think he's gonna pan out, but I I'm, don't. I'm trust not like the fully. Con- I'm not as convinced as I was with guys like Trevor Lawrence, but like we'll see. He still hasn't really panned out either. No, he hasn't. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're looking at a guy who he's supposed to be my franchise quarterback, and I'm leaning on Jordan Love now. I mean, Doug Peterson is trying to help him out, but yeah, <laughs> Doug Peterson just like he's awesome, man. I just fucking love. I that do guy. love him. He just. I'm sure that this is coming off like a bad way, but he just always seems like he just does. He's like so like going with the wind, like doesn't go with the flow, baby. Yeah, like he's, he's just, just so fucking he's just cool. looking forward to ice cream. All right, you guys got anything else you want to add before we sign off here? Um, Seamus, hope you're feeling better soon. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go birds, beat Dallas, fuck Dallas, fuck Roger Goodell, fuck the college football playoff committee, fuck whoever was involved in making the Eagles schedule. This is just the fuck you uh, segment. Uh, yeah, fuck everybody. That fuck Jeffrey Epstein. Facts, absolutely. <laughs> fuck Vince for suggesting a retractable roof. <laughs> and fuck you guys for not watching WWE. And fuck you, Seamus. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Peace.